Hello and welcome. You're listening to Then Again, What Do We Know? A podcast that's all about exploring the human experience from an unofficial point of view. Your hosts are Mer Monson and Brianne Griebel, that's me, and we hope you'll sit back, relax, and just ponder what we're talking about. As we explore new ways of looking at life, we're hoping that you will do the same. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to yet another episode of Then Again, What Do We Know? Uh, the podcast, uh, I just am going to make up a subline, the podcast where we talk about stuff through a different lens and hope you hear something cool in it. <laughs> oh, I like that subtitle. Great. <laughs> just made that up on the spot. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'm Brianne Griebel. With me as always is Mer Monson. Hi, Mer. Hello. Glad to be here. Right. Uh, Murr has, hasn't been feeling so great today, and I told her we could um, delay our recording of this podcast, um, since this isn't happening in real time anyway, <laughs> but she wanted to press on, so we're going to see how this goes. Yep, I'm in. We're in. Uh, we were going to talk about, because this, uh, this is something that I've just been kind of thinking on myself, um, we're going to talk about the topic of transitions. Um, and what I mean by transitions, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of like that middle area, like there's a before and there's an after, but the middle kind of bits that, you know, it's not the before things are different than they were before and they're not quite solidified, uh, solidified into an after. So there's this weird transition and that can be like all kinds of stuff. Um, and I was talking to her before we hit record. I said, in my mind, we're all like, everything's always in transition. And I'm just really talking about the ones we notice. <laughs> right. <laughs> the ones we notice where there was, you had a norm, you had things were going a specific kind of way and then they weren't. And then they stopped and then they changed. Um, and sometimes it's, you know, just small stuff. And sometimes it's really big stuff. There's big changes. Um, I, I don't know. There's something about that middle area, the transition that I thought might be an interesting place to explore. So we're going to give it a shot. Yeah. And I, actually, I'm going to throw in a question right here. Oh, right off the bat. Yeah. So is there anything inherently unsafe about being in that space? Well, the textbook answer based on what <laughs> we talk about is no, <laughs> but man, it really can look like it. It really can feel like it. it yeah, really that's, that's what I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is an interesting, and you know, I think it comes back more to just the fear of the unknown. Like that's just such a ubiquitous trait. Did I use that word right? Ubiquitous? <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds really cool. <laughs> I got to check my word of the day calendar. <laughs> um, it's such a common thing <laughs> for, I think, all of us to varying degrees, um, that fear of the unknown. It's like that transition often is like 
what you knew to be true or what you knew to be reliable or dependable or static or steady or consistent, you know, you knew that and then that's taken away from you. It's changed and you don't yet have something else that you think is consistent or steady or reliable or secure or whatever. And if you don't realize that there was nothing in this world really that is steady and reliable and you were depending on something in your reality to fill that void. Yeah. It's really scary. Like you it can feel like you're just falling and there's nothing to hang on to. Yeah. That, one of the things I'm seeing about that is that we, we make up that it's part of who we are you know, how things are going mm-hmm. and the circumstances that we're in, the, the activities that we're up to, the people we're engaging with, the structure that we've had in our yeah. day, in our week, in our month. And when those things fall, if we've held them in a way that it's part of us or part of our identity or it's attached to our happiness, our value, our worth, then it, it does feel unsafe and unsettling when they fall away or shift or change. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, how do I not do that, Brianne? <laughs> well, Mer, you just become an enlightened human being. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the easiest thing in the world to get attached to something in the world. Yeah, isn't isn't it permanent? (laughs) Right? Isn't it interesting that we do that in the first place? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at. You know, um, I have a a new nephew um, that I haven't met in person yet, but uh, his parents, uh, my brother-in-law and his wife are, you know, posting on social media and stuff. And he's uh, just like, what, a a month, month and a half old now? Um, And he's just at this, you know, state, even... um, his mom was just saying like, oh, he finally smiled. Like, you know, I think newborn babies are just kind of this like pile of matter that just don't know anything yet. They don't understand their own bodies or (laughs) what's, um, and I've been seeing this interesting thing as, you know, he learns to identify objects, like to look at a thing and then reach out for it, you know, to distinguish things. And it's interesting that that's something you learn. Like, I know very little about babies, don't get me wrong. You know, then again, what do I know? Um, but I'm told, like, that when they're, you know, newborns, they, they really don't see much. They don't have a, 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 you know, field of vision. They don't have depth or, um, you know, I think it's just everything's kind of a seri- series of colors and blobs and shapes. And, <laughs> um, yeah. And I think it goes, it's, it's more than just, you know, the brain molding and, and eyes adjusting or whatever. I think there is this very interesting thing where, no, we learn separate objects. We learn situations. We learn circumstances are things versus just kind of existing. And I think at a pretty young age, like we start getting these ideas that make sense from one perspective like of course you should be able to identify a cup 
you know, or, you know, something in your environment. But then we, we then take it further into going like, oh, identifying with like, you know, my relationship to this cup of water is important because I need to hydrate. And if I'm not the kind of person that hydrates, well, then my health might go down the tubes. And when my health goes down the tubes and like, well, now I, there's something wrong with me. And, you know, we can spiral into all these interesting places. Wow. Yeah. It's like this endless stream of meaning that we build and give to all the objects that we've separated out from us. Yeah. And then we turn, you know, I've never really thought about this, but we turn, we think there's a difference between like a table and a job. Like a table yeah. is like, like I'm knocking on my, the table I'm sitting at. It's like, it's an object. It's a, it's matter. Um, but we turn all these other things into like objects as well. And then, then begin also to identify with those. My job is a thing. We can't even hold that in our hands. We can't hold a job in our hands, but we will turn it into a thing and identify with it. And now, you know, kind of absorb it into our persona or our, you know, our being and get attached to that. Yeah. And we, we do it with relationships. Oh, everything. Health. We money. do it with food, money. Yeah, success. Uh. So it's, it's fascinating. It's kind of like, you know, like living with your kids as they grow up, it happens so slowly. And yet they turn from this, you know, mass of what you're talking about into <laughs> these grown hairy humans, right? <laughs> Full-sized. And you're so close, you can't see it happen. And right. it, it's kind of like that. I mean, that, that journey of distinguishing objects, distinguishing things that look separate from you, and then attaching meaning to them and attaching our idea of ourself to them. It's, it's happening so up close. It's, you know, it's like a painting. You can't, you can't see the whole picture because you're, all you can see and feel is the, the immediate texture of it you know, and the color in front of your face. Yeah. But it's so cool to back up and just notice that's what's going on. Well, yeah, but, and, and I think what we do is like when that, you know, even if you're close up and it's, it, it's when that picture like instantly changes or, you know, like, it, like we don't notice that's what's happening until something comes along that reminds us. Yeah. <laughs> like, Quite often, you know, it's when it often when it shoves it in our face and it can't be ignored that we go, wait a minute. It's it kind of you know shakes us out of this interesting slumber, where you know we kind of like it's like abruptly getting woken out of a dream or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, it's disorienting when it's so up close. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think, you know, some people or ideologies or, or, or things might um, try to get you to stop that, to, to stop doing the meaning thing. Like, notice how you're making meaning out of things and stop doing that. <laughs> like, like Good totally, luck with that. <laughs> right? So if we're talk, what we're talking about is how we innocently attach ourselves to situations or circumstances or outcomes or um, whatever. Um, that the solution is to stop doing that. <laughs> well, don't, don't do that. Don't, you know, make your children part of your identity or don't, 
make your job part of your identity. Stop. Don't do that. And yeah, like you said, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, I've, I've personally, I've kind of made peace with that's kind of what I'm going to do. <laughs> that's just what I'm going to do. I, 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 there's something though about not taking it too seriously. Yeah. There's kind of a sweet spot that I find myself sitting in sometimes when it's almost, it's almost like, yep, I'm up close. I'm in the painting. Um, you know, it's two inches from my nose and I know that I'm two inches from the painting. Right. There's a part of me that is, that is, is sitting on the bench in the middle of the room and can see the whole thing, you know, like they have in the museums. Right. An awareness, a consciousness of what, of what is going on that, um, it, like you say, it doesn't take you out of it. It doesn't stop you from experiencing that. But it, um, what does it do? It, it does take some of the weight out of it. It can. You know, um, what is that? saying like the only permanent thing is change or something. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. So, or something along those lines. Um, so do you think it's really possible to make peace with that truth? I know I've, I've 100% had that in moments. I don't live there a hundred percent of the time. I'm not constantly 100% at peace with things changing on me. Um, and, and being attached, but not so attached that, you know, when I lose something that I wanted, um, that I don't experience pain. Absolutely, I do. Um, I mean, that is the feeling of grief, of loss, of, um, you know, suffering and pain. And, uh, but I absolutely have had moments where I'm like, yeah, this is just how it works. I'm okay with that. There's nothing wrong here. Yeah, I very much relate to that. It's it's not a permanent awareness or feeling. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to notice that just having the spaces where you do drop into that awareness more fully. It's 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 enough. We're not we're not meant to stay there. And you know there's something seems. You know, catch me on a different day when I'm really feeling it. I'll probably disagree with myself, but um, (laughs) I'm also at peace with contradictions. (laughs) Um, But that we experience loss, things like loss and grief. Um, There's, there's a, there's a beauty in that. You know, I, you know, I feel like I'm constantly at this phase in in my life, going back to examples with my mom, just because she's been my greatest teacher so far. Um, But it's like, yeah, my mom is worth my grief. Like she deserves that. You know, this disease really, really sucks. It deserves my anger, you know, and it's been a constant transition, transition. That woman's a different person moment by moment. So like, talk about can't hang on to <laughs> yeah can't, can't hang on to much there um and there's something i don't know nice about uh, nice might not be quite the right word but 
experiencing the feelings that come along with attaching yourself to something that will eventually detach. <laughs> you know, there's, there's something interesting. It, 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 it's, it gives shades to life. It gives different colors and hues to life. But I'm not mad about overall. In other words, we're, we're not having a conversation of what's good, what's bad, what's no. right, what's wrong, what's better, what's worse. We're not even in that, that context, is yeah. what I hear you saying. Yeah. And I, I mean, I have to agree. You know, when you're in it, you're like, well, that's a load of crap. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and yet, there, you know what? There's, there's something so cool to me about the spaces when you're, when you're not in it, when you're, when you're out of it, when you're more fully awake, when you're more fully in the feeling of just being alive, the part of us that isn't all the things we've attached ourselves to, mm. that when, when we touch, when I touch that space, it is so obvious to me that it's a hundred percent fine to be lost to be upset to be afraid to have grief to get attached to lose things it i i just it's so apparent to me the utter safety of it all well you know i you just in what you were saying right there just solidified something for me it made it clearer that um there is something really, there's really beautiful. There's, there's, I don't want to use the word opportunity because I think that has a lot of baggage with it, but for lack of another one, there's an opportunity to see something really amazing while you're in transition. And it is that what you are without the thing that came before and before you have new ideas about the things that will come after. And I've actually, you know, um, Recently, my last two clients that came to me for coaching were in this very big transition. And I'm like, oh my God, like the work we did was so deep, so quick because they hadn't yet built another belief system about what they were supposed to be or, or about what life was supposed to be yet. They hadn't, you know, most of the time that's what we're doing. Like the old belief system of what we thought was we could rely on crumbles and then what we do to find safety is, well, we build a new belief system. <laughs> yeah, we try to find new ground to stand on yeah, as quickly as possible. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, t there's an opportunity, there's a possibility to see the stuff that we point to in these conversations even more clearly when, you know, the old stuff's faded away and you know you can't hang on to it anymore. You might want to, but you haven't created anything new to get in the way yet. There is that, there, that is a sweet spot. It really is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, feeling the, the sense of that just makes me want to not, not try to run away from that spot so quite so fast. You know, let, 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 our, let yourself be in the unknown. Let yourself be in, I'm not sure. Let yourself be in, I don't know where I'm headed. I, I kind of love that. Why do you, why do you think, Mur, that, that that place is so scary? 
like, why is it that we want to rush onto the next, like, let me get me out of this transition thing. I want, I want the next thing to be here already. The next phase, the next job, the next love, the next, even just steady security. You know, why, why is it so hard to hang out in transition in that? Well, the first thing that I see is that it's not really that we don't know. It's that if you're anything like me, you are just amazing at making up horrible scenarios. <laughs> you know, like I, it's almost as if, you know, we make up these horrible things that could happen and then we try to maneuver ourselves away from ever having that be able to happen. Mm. Or, or we make up that nothing will ever happen again. <laughs> yeah. You know, or that, that will ever come like, or, or we take on that, that mistaken thought of it's all on my back. Mm. I have to create the new ground. I have to figure out what's next. Mm-hmm. I have to figure out where to land and what it looks like. And so when you, when you pile those things on top of each other, of it, it's on my back and I've got to recreate it and I've got to avoid all the possible scary things that I'm imagining at the moment about it. Well, of course we'd hate it. <laughs> yeah. That just even talking about that makes me feel exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So it's, it's kind of a, kind of a cool thing to, to get a peek of that beneath that. We're, we're golden. That's when we're golden. Like you talked about the clients you've worked with that are, that's when we're most available to what it is that's, that's running the show that's got our back, that will recreate our next landing for us in the perfect moment and when we're ready. You know, and I feel like there is something when there's something to be seen if you if you've lived enough life you've gone through many transitions like consciously like i said we're we're doing nothing but transitioning (laughs) we're doing nothing but evolving and changing but if you've lived enough life and you've you've been aware of enough of those changes and transitions i feel like there can you you can draw peace from the fact that you've made it to the other side every other time yeah, you've always landed at some <laughs> point, right? You know, there's, like, if you can't find peace right now, well, I get that, because, you know, we all tend to look in the wrong direction when we're feeling off and in, in, in transition and wonky, and, but I remember having the realization of, like, nature, it, it, Whatever, or you can even use the word God. I don't care what word you use. Um, but the thing that fuels evolution, the thing that is animating everything, it doesn't abandon anything. There's no moment anywhere in the physical form or in existence where life, nature, God, whatever, just like brushes its hands and goes like, okay, well, you're on your own now. <laughs> that, that's a really beautiful thought. And it's also true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might not look the way we want, don't get me wrong, but that's, that's really the only problem we have is it just doesn't look the way we want or, or a way we understand. 
And then we make a bunch about that. <laughs> I, I think of, you know, like the image of a tree in the winter. Oh, like, yeah. You know, it looks like nothing is happening it at all. Dead. It looks dead. It looks hopeless. I don't see any green. I don't see any movement. It's cold. You know, I mean, I mean, I've had periods of my life like that that were sometimes up to three years long mm-hmm. where it didn't look or feel like anything was happening. And I was doing it wrong and I should have figured it out by now. And I'm a loser. And you know, I mean, the whole, the whole train, I went on it a million times during those spaces of time. And yet I look back and those spaces and times of stillness, life never went anywhere. It was fully there. It was fully present. Mm. We just have all these ideas about how it should look and what it should look like and how fast it should change. And it can just be really helpful to, to notice that we're the ones doing that, but underneath it, you're right, we're never separate. We can't be broken off from what's enlivening everything and moving it forward. Yeah. You, you, you do not exist outside of the life force. <laughs> you are always in it, and it is always doing things. Yeah, I remember a long conversation with a client I had one day about how we're like a leaf on a tree. <laughs> go on <laughs> just it, it would be like a leaf thinking it's running the show you know right and making up everything about when we dry up and when we fall off and where wow. we are on the tree and yeah oh my god I'm dying falling <laughs> Like, no, it's like, well, that's just what happens. And now you're giving nutrients back to the soil and then you're going to feed yourself back into the tree. And then, <laughs> well, then that we're not even the leaf. You know, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, we're, we're the roots. You know, we're the soil. We're the life that created. Hmm. Now, I always just want to come back to like, why? Is that so difficult to see? Because <laughs> no once you get a glimpse of it, it everything makes sense. And, and actually, even more than that, it's you stop trying to make sense of anything. Like you, like it just falls away. Like yeah. it just is. Like when you get a glimpse of that, things just are. Thing, life just is, and it's all it's all happening, man. <laughs> yeah, and we just leave it alone more. But we don't, but we man, don't pick it up. Yeah, if you haven't had a glimpse of that or, or, or you're in a moment where it's like, this is just gibberish. This is just like, oh, that's nice. It's so interesting that it's so obvious in one moment and completely elusive and foreign in another. Yeah, is, is, that, is that the difference between being lost in our own heads and being awake outside of them? Is that what's happening? I mean, probably. And, and, you know, there's even something to be seen about that because I think that's also just the package deal of being a human being. 
Well, yeah, that's not going to change. Yeah, that is just the moving in. We call it duality of of existence for us. We think we are these separate things, individuals. Um, We create entire worlds around that. And yet that's not actually how it works. Oh my gosh, it's insane, isn't it? Right? I feel like there's just so much... The more you begin to see that, right? That that's just what we do. We just make up all of this stuff that makes total, absolute logical sense so much to the, to the point that you would never even think to question it. And we live inside that. And that also, none of that is true. <laughs> um, like there's just so much, I, I have so much compassion and kindness for myself and all of humanity because what... Pardon my language, but what a shit show to have to be in. <laughs> to be in. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God. No wonder we're confused. We feel lost. You know, we get sad and depressed. Um, no wonder we, feel, we get headaches, huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no wonder we have to wear packs of ice on our heads. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I'm doing right now, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's like I have so much, like, compassion for all of us because like oh my god to try to like make sense of that or you know to live in that to live in this like one world that is just com- makes everything make sense and in whole and complete and then live in another world where you always feel incomplete <laughs> yeah you know but if, if we're laughing about it i think we're on the right track <laughs> when yeah. it starts to seem funny sometimes I yeah think and that, you know and yeah. that comes back to the i think one of at least anyway the, the the point of this podcast is is we can laugh about you and i we have seen something in that in that range and my hope you know fingers crossed um by throwing this out to the world somebody gets at least a little bit of a glimpse of any of the stuff we're pointing to or something completely different but in the realm of this because it does take the edge off of life. <laughs> it really does. It really, because this, without some in this, what we're talking about, without some realization about this whole what life is thing, it's, it's brutal out there. It is rough. Yeah, but the thing I love about the conversation that we're in and kind of inviting others to, to join is that it it frees us up from trying to create a better life from within that world Mm. that we live in our heads. And it, it allows us to wake up to what's already true, what's always happening, what's right here, right now. I mean, it frees us from that trying to get somewhere. And even just a, a few drops of that is such good medicine. It does take the edge off. Mm. You know, and sometimes it can completely transform it into an entirely different experience. Like it's not even just taking the edge off. Sometimes it can make it something, you know, we're talking about transition and change and stuff as if it always uh, invokes a a sense of anxiety or fear or worry. (laughs) But there there are of course plenty of times when we get excited about change and transition and um, 
you know, we're, we're, it's, in, it's interesting. We're kind of doing the same thing. We're like, oh, the thing that was before was crappy <laughs> or bad or, or whatever, just you know, undesirable. But what I'm moving toward, that's going to be better. So woohoo, yay, change, yay, transition. <laughs> We're doing the same thing, just kind of in a <laughs> that, That's kind of cool to notice, isn't it? Yeah. It's the same thing. Same thing, just uh, we think we're heading towards something better. But it's interesting because, you know, again, if you're paying enough attention, you will find even the thing that you thought was going to change your life, um, it'll change. <laughs> it, it's not consistent, steady, or reliable. <laughs> and then, you know, Lather, rinse, repeat, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's actually striking me that, you know, what, what if, I mean, as you've, as you've alluded to a few times, that we're, life is a constant, it's an, unden, it's an unending transition. Mm-hmm. Like we're the ones that make it static. We're the ones that take a photo and try to hold it. Right, we say, there it is. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. It's kind of helpful to notice that we do that too. Silly humans. Oh, silly humans. Bless our hearts. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's a, a good spot to wrap up. Yep, I agree. Well, until next time. Yeah, have fun chewing on that. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever you are. <laughs> Whoever and wherever you are. Thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast episode, please do share it. We would really appreciate that. Also, feel free to leave us a comment or review wherever you may be listening to this. We would love to hear from you. You can listen to more episodes and get extra notes at briangrebel.com slash then again. You should also check out Mer's website and learn more about her at mermonson.com. That is it for this episode. Until next time, take care. Take care.